0: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One.
1: I'm Rebecca Rothstein, and along with my co-host, Leanne Daly, we'd like to welcome you to Say It Forward. Each week, we'll be doing one of my favorite things to do, and that's interviewing interesting people with out-of-the-ordinary life stories. They're all people who took a different path in life. Some never imagined the heights they would achieve, and others, well, they turned their childhood dreams into reality. So let's begin. Today, you are going to meet Daisy Lang, a girl who made history in boxing. She was the first Bulgarian world champion and one of the pioneers in women's professional boxing in Europe. She was European champion twice and won three world titles in three different weight classes. Her success in sports made her a popular guest on many TV shows in various countries and a frequent subject of German and other national and international magazine articles. After a successful career in the sports world in Europe, Daisy relocated to Los Angeles to concentrate on her acting career and business. In 2007, she became a member of SAG-AFTRA and has been working in action roles in films and commercials since. Daisy was also a physical therapist who used her experience as a world-class athlete and her knowledge in the medical field to promote boxing as a way to stay in physical and mental shape. She has been a regular guest speaker for the Rotary Club and has supported women boxing in the world as an expert. So let's rewind to the beginning and say it forward to find out what it was about boxing that hit home with Daisy Lang. In anticipation of you coming here today, Leanne and I both read what we could find about your backstory, and I can't wait to tell the story because our listeners will love it.
2: Absolutely. I have to paint a picture, though, for our audience Yeah, they can't see you. Um, Daisy is a pioneer in women's boxing, and if you saw her, you would think she was, I don't know, a pioneer in dance, perhaps, or maybe <laughs> acting or a model. She's a very beautiful, very um, petite, very muscular, petite woman. but. Very feminine, and when you think of boxing, you don't exactly think of women. And you're one of the pioneers. You're in the Hall of Fame. So how did that? How did that begin? Did it begin <laughs> with dance and move into boxing?
0: You know, there, it's a process. It was a process. Like I start first with uh, track and field. Actually, I wanted to be champion in that direction, but the destiny, which uh, God helps, uh, I went to different directions. That was my first sport that I started to do, and I still love running. Mm-hmm. Then from there, I uh, went to the martial arts, uh, taekwondo, karate, kickboxing. And to the end of my career, I ended in the professional boxing.
2: Got it. So where did you grow up? Can you tell us a little bit about the beginning of your life?
0: Yeah, I was born in Bulgaria. And in that time, Bulgaria was um, uh, East Bloc countries, you know, communist countries. And it was very difficult time for everybody because it was a closed system. And also women didn't have too many rights in that time, so, the people there didn't understand that a woman can be successful in the men dominate sports. Also, I wanted to achieve something that nobody heard about that. I was the pioneer. Uh-huh.
2: So, so then
0: I went to Germany. And from Germany, that is the third country uh, I am now living here in U.S. And I became American citizen.
2: Got it. So when you were a kid, you were living in Bulgaria. Did you have a... Did you live in the country or in the city? Like, what was the beginning like?
0: <laughs> I, I live in, uh, in the country and in the city because uh, my mother studied at the big city, Sofia, that is the capital of Bulgaria. And my grandparents, uh, they raise uh, us. I have a sister too, and... Um, we grew up in a small town too mm-hmm. and um, it was beautiful mm-hmm.
1: i read when we were doing research about you today and coming <laughs> here um you told a story or we read a story about a horrible experience that happened to you when you were on a bus and uh, i would like you if you don't mind i don't i know that this is probably a, not a great memory of yours and i didn't understand how old you were when this happened But would you mind sharing that story?
0: Um, I can share that story. I cannot share the country that I drove through. But uh, I have many not so very well stories that, uh, of course, I'm ready now to write in my book because I'm ready finally to write a book about my life. It was a very difficult time. In, I remember for me because I wanted uh, to achieve my goals to be a world champion in boxing, and the only one country that gave the chance in Europe was Germany. I did some uh, boxing fights uh, there before I decided to go there to achieve my career. I remember that I had a ticket to fly to Germany, but in that time was a big strike in Bulgaria, and the I wasn't able to fly with the airplane and the only one chance was to take the bus and to go there. When I took the bus um, and when we go to the border, the border was closed, which means I wasn't able if I wanted to go back to go back to my country. It was a very scary situation and it was a nightmare, I will say, because uh, the bus was stopped from um, people there um, during the way to different countries. and uh, the soldier came in the bus and they just didn't say anything, just they say you, you and you. And they choose some women. They needed to go out from the bus and nobody knew what's going to happen to them. And in that moment, I remember that I put my baseball hat and me and if you believe it or not, but I try to pray and I say, please, uh, the, I pray, pray to God, please don't take me because I will not achieve my goals. That was in my head, you know, <laughs> and I was so afraid because I uh, I needed, I had a mission in my head. I had dreams that I want to be a world champion in boxing. I saw myself with the belts and that was in my head. And even today, I think that that's helped me um, to go away from this uh paranoid, afraid feelings as a woman that something can happen to me, you know, and I was lucky that they didn't take me because uh, with this baseball hat, I didn't look beautiful. Probably that was the way or they didn't, I didn't get the attention from these people. I can't forget this. I'm sure. Must have been. How old were you? Twenty six. Wow. Yeah, twenty six years old. That's unbelievable.
2: It is there by the grace of God. Go you, right? Yeah, and it, yeah. It,
0: it's so interesting how in those moments
2: there's almost like some inner knowledge that takes over and instructs us, right?
0: Yeah, there are moments, there are many moments that I had in my life, and I'm very thankful that God protect me. My angel protects me because. Um, the difference between me and other athletes is that I I say I was a pioneer. I didn't have in that time a manager or federation to do the deals, and me just to be transported like many other athletes from one country to other countries. And you don't know, I mean, everybody, you don't know about this. You need just to think about your sport career, but you don't think about management contracts because they do that for you. I needed to do by my own. I needed to find the people, and I didn't speak. The the language in German, any any German, very barely some words in German. And, you know, I just went through this country with my dreams. And that is a true story. Mm -hmm. And for a woman who is attractive, honestly, that is a big risk that I took. It. But the power of these dreams was so strong and I believe it so much on myself that's going to happen that I even didn't think about the risk that I took and what is possible to be happens for me, you know, if, mm-hmm. if and you were I you not careful. Al-
1: you were traveling alone when this happened.
0: I did travel
1: alone. You were traveling alone. Had you already started to have success as a boxer before you decided to go to Germany and continue your career?
0: Um, I had a success in the boxing, because, because, uh, not in the boxing, in the martial arts. In martial arts. Yeah. I started, like I said, uh, with Taekwondo, uh, that is Korean martial mm-hmm. arts. Mm-hmm. I became European champion. And through this uh, sport, because I always needed to fight out of countries. And uh, in Bulgaria, in that time, actually, they did some competition in Bulgaria for martial arts. Because the martial arts uh, start to grow in that time. I remember it was a big club that uh, supported martial arts, taekwondo, karate, judo, whatever. Uh, but it was not big. I mean, especially for women. You know, so most of the fights and my success I had uh, in out of countries, and everybody knows how difficult it is you to win uh, a medal or belts in other countries. You what know? was your young life like? Are
1: you an only child?
0: No, no. Um, I have a twin sister. A twin sister? uh, Yeah, she's she's 20 minutes older than me, but we are not identical. And we are also very different. Um, I mean, uh, I was born to be an athlete. Um, She liked to watch sports, but she wasn't into uh, the sport like I was, you know. We had completely different interests, and the two of you were the only children to your parents. Yeah, uh, I come from broken family. Uh, my parents were divorced, and they divorced when we were one years old. And I didn't see my fathers for so many years. I saw him first time when I was eighteen years old. Wow! And um, twin girls, and yeah, and home? I always say I forgive my father, but I can't forget how difficult was for my mom to raise two kids in that time and that my uh, grandma and grandpa helped her a lot too because she also was a student and I forgive my mom too because she did mistakes too but I understand why she did it because of difficult life. The only things what I can say today is um, we don't choose sometimes the countries we are born, we don't choose the parents they raise us but what this sport career gave to me is that I became a positive person, I became self-confident and I turned all this negativity, what happens in my past and they hurt me a lot for so many years, I turned this all negativity in positive thoughts and that's make me more stronger and that's make me to be able to help other people to understand the problems of others, Helping women, men, kids, because the world changed today. You can see how many kids came from broken family. You, you know,
2: you, it's interesting too because not only do you do that in your own personal example, but you have been a physical therapist, kinesthesiologist. You have literally gone in and worked with people, and I would imagine being under your care includes this other dimension. You
0: that know, you've had. Um, it is everything was in a process. Actually, I wanted to be a doctor. And I, when I was a child, I also had a vision. I want to be a surgeon. I want to be a a cardiologist, you know, that's exactly I wanted to do it. And actually I wanted to study medicine, but also I had so much energy in me that I was born to be an athlete and I said, okay, if I studied medicine, then I will have no time uh, to do any sports then it was an options as a physical therapy in uh, National Sport Academy in Bulgaria. And I say, well, that can be a very good combination, uh, because I will have the time to working out, uh, to train and to achieve my goals and to study. Also, medicine too, medicine mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Uh, but also, it's a lot of studies. People will uh, should not understand me wrong. But I had time to work out too. Mm-hmm. And it was very, very difficult for me in My day starts six in the morning and finish at eight evening with training, with study, with exams. Very often I went to competitions and I studied anatomy, physiology, everything in the airplane cuz uh, I didn't have time I needed to use any minutes from me for my studies. Mm-hmm.
1: Where did you mm-hmm. get that from that drive?
0: Was <laughs> your sister like that too or are you the one that's are you you sound like your ambition and your desire to be successful started <laughs> early in your life when you were Absolutely. Yeah. I was a different child. I had a lot of energy and um it was my characters that like I started in early age with uh, track and field when I was uh, five and five years old. Because I had so much energy and I make so many troubles at home that my grandma and grandpa brought me to the stadium because that was only one sport that was popular there. Uh, me just uh, to lose my energy because they say this child uh, always have make problems. Yeah. I couldn't sit so one minute on a chair, and I needed to to get the energy away from me. Uh, When I start with this, uh, like I say, that's teach me the sport is the best teaching and therapy to everybody else because it's I got tired, I start to be organized, I started to be disciplined, and um, you build your characters in early age. And I start to be very organized with everything. Like when you have goals to follow your goals um that's that i started in early age with uh, this sports i had a abs- absolutely very good trainer too who had a good influence in me built my character mm-hmm. how did you find your trainer my grandma and gra- grandpa found the trainer because that was the only one train on the stadium <laughs> and i think he's uh, very good for me because he had great energy today we are still good friends mm-hmm. We. We he probably couldn't contacts. believe his luck beating you. I mean, you're, yeah. so, you're so single-focused. Uh, you know what? He knew that I will be a champion. He was, um, my trainer was sure that I will be a champion in track and field because I had a uh, big talents there. I did the 400 meter with uh, hurdles, which is very hard discipline today in track and field. I was good in 100 meter, 200 meters in many disciplines. And like I say, I still love, Uh, Running a lot. I'm a runner.
1: (laughs) So you went from bulk area...
0: To Germany, yes. How did you come to
1: America? Was there there must have been places in between? But you were a teenager when you went to Germany. No, you um, were. No, I'm sorry. You, you just know, said you were in your I early
0: twenties. Uh, you know, when I transferred my goals, like I said, maybe I should say how I changed the direction from track and field to yes, martial arts. That's it's a very big moment in my life. I remember I was 19 years old. Uh, then I supposed to start to to be professional in track and field. And and um, I wanted to go that directions, but I didn't want it to start to take uh, steroids. I don't want to offend it, the people they do it. I'm not against this, but that was my personal choice. And I didn't want it, my voice to become like a man voice or, or whatever because of and the extra hormones. And and, um one part of me, I wanted to to achieve my goals in track and field because my heart is there. But other side, I didn't want to lose my feminine side. So I didn't know in that time what I was supposed to do. I was very depressed mm, because I'm very sensitive, how tough I am outside. So I'm a very sensitive person inside of me. And I remember I took the TV on and I saw a demonstration of Taekwondo, this Korean martial arts. And I say, wow, I love martial arts. I love the power of the spirit, not the fighting. But I love the fighting too, of course, because um, it's interesting combination for me that you need to lo- use your brain to win the opponent, not your muscles, right? Everything is in your brain. And because I was down, I fell down in that moment, uh, um, My because I didn't know what I have to do. I said, wow, I, I want to start with Taekwondo, I want to meet new people. Um, I want to become strong spiritually. And that was the reason that I start with martial arts. I didn't know that that will become part of my career. It's a process. So uh, when I started with Taekwondo, uh, I became very quickly European champion in Taekwondo because uh, the track and field always give you a very good basis you to be good in any sport. And from Taekwondo, I met people and I wanted to try different things. I, in karate, because I was in the same club, we had karate groups, judo groups, and I wanted to try this. I had friends everywhere. And from any sport, what I try, I took the best what I needed as an athlete because you learn a lot, you had more experience. Um, so, uh, from karate, I, I met My trainer, my boxing trainer in another gym, and I said, wow, I I really love this. I love boxing. It's um, My trainer looked like a professor. You will never say he was a boxing trainer. Uh, He was very uh, high-educated and intelligent person. And he actually showed me that boxing is very intelligent sport. It's not brutal. Uh, There are many brutal people but uh, the the sport is intelligent, so and in that time, nobody hear about boxing, and I used these skills uh, from taekwondo in karate and plus boxing and kickboxing. So I've been to some competition in kickboxing too, not so many actually of them. Um, i've been I had a pretty long career in amateur, in the amateur sports. Yeah, the I saw the options in Germany, and, and that's why I start my professional boxing career there. Mm-hmm.
1: You must have made money doing this. Actually,
0: in the beginning, absolutely not. How did you uh, support People you? always thought that uh, you're a millionaire. I mean, I say when you're a pioneer of something... Uh, you cannot be a millionaire. The last two years from my career, I make some money that uh, make me feel better because in some point you think, oh my God, you invest your life, you risk your life from uh, nothing. It's not nothing actually, it's um, just success, you know, like because the time was different, right? So there you were,
1: (laughs) you're a young, gorgeous girl in the boxing field, which I assume is surrounded by mostly men because there weren't a lot of women boxing, right? it's a it's a more of a man's sport than it is a woman. To, to my knowledge, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it doesn't seem to me that women's professional boxing is nearly the same size as men's professional boxing. So this how did enough. you support yourself? How did you get money?
0: Oh, it was uh, very, very difficult. honestly. Uh, Rebecca, if today somebody (laughs) tell me, Daisy, I'm going to give you a million. Can you do these things again? I will say no. Everybody say yes. I will say no, because this old risk that I took, these old dreams that make me happy, my dreams came true because I start with dreams. I think emotionally, nobody can took that from my life to the rest of life. My life I'm a happy person because I achieve my goals. People don't realize wh- how powerful is this. Uh, money you can make you can lose money. but yeah. to the end of the day you have your memory and you know you achieve what you wanted because many people could not achieve this not because they're not good because in professional boxing it's not enough just you to be a talented you to, to win, uh, you to take care of yourself. You need to have a good manager. You need to have a a very powerful promoter behind you. You need to have a PR. It's a team. And if one of these people that I said is not good, things will not work. In that time, Rebecca, everything was against me. Against me. People in Germany didn't want to see a beautiful woman to box. Uh, I remember my first fights. People, some people left because I'm a woman. It was a big discrimination because that is a men's sport. I needed to fight again, not just against my opponents. I needed to fight again any journalists because they were against you. But because I always had a big smiling and I always had a good negotiation and my medicine knowledge. Gave, uh, helped me to give the right answer for just attacking questions about breast cancer, tumors, and any other um, injury that you can get because that is extreme sport Mm -hmm. and you can get injured. That's true. I want any journalist about my size. And I'm very proud to say like a person who is Bulgarian, and I did a career in Germany, which is much, much more difficult if, like, if I was born in Germany, right? I didn't have any one negative, you know, interviews in any newspapers. And I was everywhere there. And and the big shows, too. And uh, Germany became my second country. German loved me, like, right. like I'm Bulgarian, you know. And I'm very proud of this. But it was a long process. A lot of, a lot of uh, work. I was married to that sport. I had a great team. I, I just find people that they believe it in me. It's amazing. What and did your mom think about what you were doing? Honestly, my mom didn't support me in the beginning. Uh, like I wasn't happy about this, but I understand I understand her because she was afraid right, that you' were gonna get uh, hurt. that I will get hurt, that I can get killed because people can, can die from right. this. Today, it took me a long time me to understand why she doesn't support me in the beginning. Mm-hmm. but. She supported me to the end of my career, which uh, was a big progress. And I will remember that part of my life because that's more important because she understood that that was my passion, that that was my life. And I was very happy finally from, from this result. What an
2: amazing career, huh? Well, also, I just have to acknowledge you are such a class act. When you talked about being beloved in Germany and, and really navigating around any negativity, it's because you show up with this light, this shiny smiling light <laughs> and intelligence. You know, it's not just sure. in, in, in English. There's, a, there's an expression, a Pollyanna, a person who just thinks everything's perfect. You're not, <laughs> not like, like that. You, you're an intelligent person, but you show up in a joyful way.
0: Yeah, thank you so much there. Um, uh, you make me to blush. To, to <laughs> Where does that come uh, from? You know does, what? Uh, people, like? You it, make me to, um, to think about it. The big smile opened a lot of doors in my life, sure. And the patient, because I don't have patience sometimes, but when I need to go in the professional direction, I have a patient. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it was a jiggling between everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, You need to be the brain to make people to believe. I needed to make my manager to believe that I will be a champion because nobody believe it. Everybody say, oh, why you don't do modeling? Why you don't do acting? The people, they were against me. Um, I cannot blame them why they did that in that time because they also, they were afraid that I will get hurt mm-hmm. because boxing is dangerous. Yeah. Um, about this question, I can say anything is dangerous in life. If you professional, If it's that your life, if you're not prepared for the fight, then it's dangerous. Like my trainer, I remember he told me, Daisy, I don't care where where you're going at evening time. I'm not your babysitting person, your adult person. You can go anywhere. But what I want is in training you to be 100% there. And we had every day two trainings in the morning and in the afternoon or evening time. You don't have time to going out or some people do it, but they're never in that level. Because mm-hmm. when I became a world champion, I thought that um, I would start to get money, you know. But <laughs> you I would didn't realize. you would think. Yeah, I was. And yeah, of course, I was more happy that my dreams come true. And that happens on July 17, 1999, that I became world champion in Düsseldorf, in the town I lived, my town in Germany. And I was the happy child in the world. My dreams come true. <laughs> Even today, this date is important for me. I will never forget. Yes, but I didn't understand like a professional athlete, you paid not your manager, not your promotion. Actually, you have a contract and you make the money. The television actually paid for those people and, and you get money from this. Actually, you pay percent for your trainer, for your manager, for your promoter, right? So which means you are the person who make the money. You know, and actually I started to understand, I understood actually that when you start to defend your titles, then you start to have money. Mm-hmm. But in that time, because nobody heard that, I my first defense, I get v- very little money, you know. My luck was that my manager was very good in um, a commercial department and I got uh, my sponsors. I had sponsors in the beginning of my career before I became a world champion. Mm-hmm. And that is also luck. Mm-hmm. You can plan that you know so to just to be clear for the
2: audience once you have won at that level other people start coming to you with their their boxers to say we'd like you to fight this person and you sort of say i will for this amount of money right
0: you know it was um, not exactly that way okay well, uh, late does it work? late in my career happens uh, that way okay. uh, what happens is for me maybe it's better before to answer you uh, to answer you to to let you know how was uh, in the beginning in my career when i came to germany i didn't speak le- this language i needed to learn in goethe institute that is a very yeah. Good to a place because that was only one way oh, that I can have a visa to yeah. extend my visa to stay legal in Germany. And I wanted to learn the languages and that helps me me to get in the Cologne University mm-hmm. very quickly. I took exams much, uh, it took me too short time to prepare because I didn't have time to go in the university and I studied every day, six hours. Uh, I was in school and, mm-hmm. and I dreams about Germany, German grammar, which is so difficult even today <laughs> and whatever it was nightmare time. Right. But I'm an Aries, I'm a very ambitious person. And when I want to do something, i going to make it. That's mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. i going to eat everything, like we say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember <laughs> when I, I so went <laughs> to this <Dissan laughs> university.
2: So you went to Goethe Institute to learn German. Yes. And how long were you in the Goethe Institute um, learning honestly, German? Honestly,
0: it was only three months okay. intensive, intensive courses, which uh, normally people do one a year. To study, to <laughs> go in the university, months. I didn't have the time because uh-huh. my my visa, ex- uh, I didn't have time we expired. That was the only one way me to stay in Germany. Mm-hmm. So I studied there, and I remember that uh, I get the low number uh, of the exams, the the low one, but that make me to be in the university it doesn't matter uh, that I passed yeah but, and with that number but I was the heavy one because it was very short time. So uh, when I extend my visa for one year in the university because I became a student then I save time. To find the gym, to train boxing, uh, to be able through people there to find also my manager because the manager didn't wait it for me. Like people think at the gym and say, oh, you look beautiful. You fight like a man. i going to take, <laughs> take you. Because first of all, no one wanted to work with a woman. No man trainer wanted to work with a woman. Also... It wasn't allowed for me to be in, in the men boxing gym. I needed to stay outside to watch how the men train because they say you're too beautiful, you're a big distraction for the men. Also, no women do women boxing, so um, you will stay outside. And I start my career from there. And you know what happens? That was the, the, You know what happens? I start actually my career that brought me to the big promoter in Germany uh, when. A world champion in boxing prepared for his fight in Dusseldorf. And one week before his fight, because he was my weight class, bantamweight, um, his sparring partner broke his hand. And because uh, one week before the fight, you do very light sparrings, just Uh, You know, uh, before the the time is coming, Uh, the trainer came to me and said, hey, girl, can you come here now? Finally, you can come at the gym. We are like you and we need you just you to stay in the ring and just, uh, you know, just stay there. We will not hurt you uh, because uh, this guy need to finish the training. You know, and I say, actually, I can box. How many rounds you want to do? I was so <laughs> serious. I can do ten rounds. I can do twelve rounds. No problem. Rounds, and uh, the trainer say, Can you do three rounds? I say, No, I can do more. And they didn't didn't took me seriously. Absolutely not. But I start to prepare. I start to warm up professionally because I did train with a lot of men before, and I sparred with a lot of men before. And then uh, we started the sparring, and I remember that I did one. Right cross to the guy, to the world champion, but I didn't hit him hard. But he lost the balance and sit down. He sat down on the floor, and that's made made him so angry. And I remember that I'm very good on <laughs> counter. That's when funny. you get angry, you are mine. I am very good on this, and I am not afraid. I'm not afraid because I did spar with so many men. Uh, actually, my opponent doesn't have a face when I'm in the ring. You know, so we did. Uh, seven, eight rounds, and everybody saw I can box like a man, you know. Uh, I remember that these old men around the ring in the beginning, they make jokes about me. They were like chickens, blah, 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 you know, and they're (laughs) laughing at me. And then I remember that they got quiet. So far when I uh, put uh, the guy on the floor, they got quiet. Then they took me seriously, and then it was allowed me to be at that boxing gym to working out and to train with the men together. And, uh, that was real Rocky movie because I started from there. So then they introduced me to big promoters. They start to talk, of course, what I did, and that helps me to find my manager. And then the owner of the gym, uh, introduced me to a big guy on, that he was in a formal one in the racing, driving on a television. He talked to him and he said, listen, you need to find from this girl a manager. And he had a friend of him. He was in the commercial industry and he had nothing to do with boxing. But he said, we need to find a man to believe in Daisy to invest money. And so I met my manager, you know, and so start my career. Amazing story. Yeah. That is incredible. That's unbelievable. <laughs> oh my god. I love that story. It's a great story. And
2: I think about, you know, that counterpunching, all of the martial arts and the understanding of the balance of the body and how to use your body must have come in handy,
0: right? Sure, um martial arts gave me the basis. Uh, me to be number one in the professional boxing. Mm-hmm. Um, this experience that I had because I had so many fights before in different martial arts that I tried uh, gave me the balance me to be number one in boxing but the first two years when I started professional boxing um, it was very difficult uh, to come to exactly the working out the the way you move in boxing because from martial arts you jump too much you use your legs in boxing you use just your hands the distance is shorter and it took me a long time I mean one one and a half, two years, me to come exactly to the boxing style. The experts, they told that I will never come to real boxing movement because of the martial arts backgrounds. But it happens I was very disciplined. I work out much more long time than other people to learn the movement, mm-hmm. because the movement in boxing is so important. You mm-hmm. know
1: mm-hmm. So you were a champion for a long time. Yeah. how did you get dethroned if that's the right word to <laughs> say did you lose did you lose your crown in a fight or did you just retire
0: uh, you know if i say every fighter has some have uh, some fights that you lose the fights, mm-hmm. but that's make you stronger. Right. I have, I remember three, I lost three times, but I had three belts in three different weight classes. It's unbelievable. But I don't lost, I didn't lost all belts. I just lost a belt in one weight class that I didn't want it to stay there. You know, Rebecca, uh, I love these moments that I lost the fights because you learn what you need to, to change or uh, what you need to do to be better and um, winning, 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 you know, is easy and not easy. But you learn more from from the losing fights because then the point is that when you lose the fight, you have to stand up. And to looking in the future, wow! Because uh, many athletes, when they lose the fight, that's the end of the career. That's true in life you know? too, right? Oh, in, oh. And that is life. That's why I say boxing is a real life because uh, not everything is easy. Uh, people always um, seeing the success of somebody doesn't matter—is that an actor, a musician, uh, an athlete? But they don't know behind this success what the story is, and everything is connected with a lot of work, with a lot of struggle. With a lot of bad moments in anybody, mm-hmm. and actually that's make you stronger. That's the proof that you get to make you to be a champion in any discipline. So right. when did you retire from boxing? I retired. Um, I'm living here now fourteen years. Uh, I retired. I think the end of two thousand four.
1: So you, when you retired, you retired as a
0: champion. I retired as. A champion, and a champion, you know, so what brought you to America? Two things <laughs> I always uh, during my career I came to US, uh, like I say, first time I came to US when I studied in Bulgaria physical therapy. The big paradox in my career uh, was that uh, my first world title was in America, I became world champion karate, and um, karate. yeah, Jeez. that was I remember. <laughs> Poconos, Pennsylvania, but I don't Poconos. remember the date because it was a long time ago. I have pictures from the medals that I have and the opponent that I had, but unfortunately I didn't took video in that time. Because we didn't use it. I mean, the technique was not so popular in that time. I don't have video from this, but I have pictures. Thanks God, mm-hmm. some some proofs. Right, <laughs> and, and that was my first time coming to U.S. Mm-hmm. And you had to that learn to speak was English. was amazing. My English, I, I speak very barely English, but I was able to to talk a little bit. You know, people understood me. And yep. I remember my first coming to U.S. was 1996 or 1995. I'm sorry uh, if I say wrong uh, year, but it was 1995 or 1996, one of this year was. I remember um, was New York. I landed in New York and uh, everything was so big, bright. <laughs> People were rough, but I like it. (laughs) And it was in August. I think it was so hot. I wasn't able to breathe. Yeah. And you know, in that time, I remember how difficult was me to get a visa for US. And I say, when you have a mission in your life and you need the help from God to, to that's to make it that happens. That's true because I got very easy my visa because in our country, you needed to go to the, Uh, To the consulate and to give interview, and not everybody took a visa for US because uh, they were afraid that you will be a potential immigrant. And I was too young, uh, no family, Uh, and everybody think maybe I will stay in US. You know what I mean? So in that time, I got a visa for six months very easily. I just uh, told that I want to come to be a champion here and I am coming here to become a world champion in karate and I'm not karate person but that was uh, for me like I say the chance me to have new experience to have more fights in different disciplines and to meet new people so I came uh, in New York and then we went to Pekinese then I said I will never forget my first uh, coming to US the people were great Uh, So emotionally, when I became world champion there, they were more happy than I was. (laughs) (laughs) They were making money, right? I got so many invitations (laughs) in that time to go to be a guest (laughs) there, there. I love it. I will never forget my first coming to US. And I saw it was a different world. People are so friendly, gave you so many compliments, how good you look, how good you fight, and and how... uh, Everything what you achieved, they were so happy about mm-hmm. this. I stayed more long in the US because I get more invitations. And then I saw some fights from the first lady in boxing here, Christy Martin. And I told my trainer, you know what? That's going to be my next goal. And my trainer told me, are you, are you crazy, Daisy? Nobody hear about women boxing in Europe. Um, I said, look. Women fight so great and I love it. And I said that's gonna be my goal. That's I gonna do when I go back to Europe. I didn't know how I gonna do it. I didn't know that I have I needed to have this difficult way and extreme difficult way to do it, but I had a new goal. And so from here I actually started this idea that I wanted to be in the boxing industry. Were you alone or did you have a network of people around you? Uh, of course, in the beginning, I wasn't alone. Like I said, in Bulgaria, my, I met my first trainer in boxing and uh, my trainer in boxing tried everything. He, In the beginning, he doesn't want it, uh, to train me because he knew that it's difficult that maybe I can get hurt, but I was so sure that I will become a secure. I was so secure that I will become a champion that he started to support <laughs> me and train me. So <laughs> you I got did, him to yeah, change his mind. <laughs> I changed. I was so stubborn also and, and so, so sure. I was sure I will do it. Like, um, he couldn't say no. So I needed to train with uh, many boys. My trainer was a trainer of the nation and team of the young people. And I had very good sparring partners because it's very important. And I train only with men because there was no woman there. And um, these guys, they became late uh, world champions, Olympic champions in boxing, in amateur boxing in Bulgaria. So I had a very good basis to start my you career. You were the
1: only woman in this group of men too, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. only one woman. And you very showed respectful. yourself to be a champion. So they had to yeah. have respect for you. I had a big heart. Is, and that's very important and also i i'm not afraid uh, you know i just i learn quickly you need to have good eyes good movement and like i say boxing is intelligent sport right you know first you have to, you need to have a good brain then the second ones are you use your legs and the third things what you use are your hands you know so from so there it's your brain your legs your hands in that order. absolutely i always say that and um you know, a ch- it was a challenge in my, in my life mm, because I, o- I also was a woman who said about boxing in the past, uh, boxing is brutal, I don't want to have bruises and broken noses, and that was the, my connection to boxing. But when I was in the U.S. and I saw how women boxed and how emotional they are and uh, they have big hearts, they box different, women box different than the men, I love it. I say, no. I wanted to show the world, I wanted to show my country that a woman can be high educated uh, with university, with education, can be beautiful, but can box like a man. And that was the way that I fought for women's rights because that I wanted to break this taboo, this, uh, I broke the rules actually for women. And I wanted to show that a woman cannot lose the feminine side, doesn't matter what she do. mm mm-hmm. Because for me, a woman need to be a woman. I don't like women; they act like men. Doesn't matter how beautiful they look. It's important you to be a woman inside in you. I say it uh, outside the ring. I'm hundred percent a woman, more sensitive than regular, the, than, than regular women. But so far, I go to the boxing ring. I change my face and everything. Then I became a gladiator, because in my head, I wanted to win. I I want to be number one. It's not plan B. It's only (laughs) plan A. Because if you think about plan B, you will become plan B. Right, right. And you cannot be a champion if you think about plan B. And that's always, this moment in my life helped me so much in my personal life. Because I don't have relatives in Germany. I didn't have it. And I didn't have relatives in the U.S. too. Mm-hmm. You know when you ask me about how I came here, that was a natural process because um two years before I end my career in Germany, I told to my manager, "Listen, I achieve everything in my life. I'm very tired of this life because it's so difficult. I needed to think in different languages, I needed to be with journalists. I didn't have uh, any personal life and uh, also um, no privacy because then I realized when you became famous how difficult it is to stay famous because everybody recognized you I couldn't talk uh, walk normal on the streets I had the last seven years of my career I had the bodyguards uh, because uh, I was a woman I am a woman and uh, many fans are not <laughs> were not gentlemen so sometimes even I got afraid because I needed to change my place where I live. I needed to change uh, my telephones. That is the bad side of the success. And it's, um, of course, uh, that I needed to walk everywhere with bodyguards is not a nice feeling. Maybe it's, uh, people think that super life is great, uh, you know, uh, but uh, they don't realize this because as a woman, I was afraid I had some dangerous situation mm-hmm. from crazy fans, you know. And I told my manager, look, I will give two more years of my life. But uh, I don't want to do that anymore. I achieved everything in my life and uh, in my sport career. I just want to change the directions. Before, oh, he must I, have been yeah. so disappointed, right? Actually... The 2 years before I finish my career I start not to f- I started not to feel happy about the success. Mm-hmm. Uh I started to feel a little bit maybe depressed is not the right word but disappointed is the best one because I start to feel that I want to have a personal life I wanted to have a regular life because I never had before. And I was tired of this success. Mm-hmm. I needed, I knew that I need to do a big step in my life to do a challenges. And of course, um, the good things is that I wasn't injured seriously, because sometimes that can stop your career. Um, I wanted to leave because I just don't wanted to have this life anymore. Mm-hmm. And everything was a process. Um, in that time, during during my sport career, I had a boyfriend, a man that I met here in the U.S. And uh, like I said, before I finished my sport career in Germany, I came many times to U.S. And actually, I loved Los Angeles. I loved the weather. Actually, one of the big, big reason me to stay here is the weather. And the second place, the boyfriend. (laughs) Yeah. First the weather, (laughs) then the boyfriend. But in that time, I had American boyfriends. I needed to, I kept everything very private about my personal life because I didn't want to go to social media about this. Um, And um, these two reasons, they were the reason to come here. I love the weather. I didn't know what. It was the next things to do here in US but I was happy actually America saved me because I was so exhausted from this long life uh, that I had to think about it you just I just needed to be focused not on my sport career to be healthy not to get injured to give everything in training to give right interviews you know I needed to think about everything everything because yeah. people uh, try to find some bad moments in your life, which I didn't have, thanks God, to make you down. Because mm-hmm. in that time, many people were again women boxing. So I, I had a soldier life. Also, I wasn't a German girl. I came from East Bloc country, mm-hmm. you know, and I needed to be even more careful because of this negativity that was in the media in that time. So I was tired. America saved me because if I stayed longer in Was possible be to stay two, three years longer. If I stayed longer, maybe I will get more money. And my manager was sad about this, but I'm happy that my manager support me and say, Daisy, your health is more important. Emotionally, I wasn't happy more from this life. I needed to challenge. I needed to go away from there. Mm -hmm. So America saved me. So LA, America saved me.
2: America was your plan A for the
0: next phase. I didn't plan honestly to live here. Okay. No. I thought that I will come to U.S. all the time, like used to be. I had 10 years working visa to U.S. I even didn't think to apply for a green card, whatever. That came naturally, I said. Uh, It's mission, like God now, I say, because when I came here, I mean, I needed to learn how I need to be in the regular life because I never had it. I had a team in Germany that took care of me. Mm -hmm. I needed to focus about boxing, about media, about many things, but I wasn't focused to open a bank account. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how I need to do that. Um, about this old PR appointments, I had a PR that took care of me. I... Didn't took care, uh, to, to buy a house or to rent apartment. That was management stuff that they took uh, care of me. Uh, I needed to learn here really to be daisy mm-hmm. and to do everything by myself. And it wasn't easy because I didn't speak English too. I mean, very barely I speak English. When I came here, I have friends. I knew a lot of people from my sport career, um, because I met them here to the boxing, through the boxing fights that I was invited. Um, I needed to start my new beginning, but not from zero. <laughs> mm-hmm. So right. look- I started in different levels, but I start, I needed to learn many yeah. things here.
2: What did that look like in the beginning? What do you remember about be- beginning over again, almost starting your real adult life as an independent person versus a famous boxer
0: in well, <laughs> U.S.? What was that like? You know, when I came here, I was 33 years old. I mean, not a young lady, you know, I mean, um, I didn't feel older, but I wasn't 15 or 16 years old. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I needed to learn everything. Uh, I had, uh, I, I'm a person there that I like new challenges and new beginnings. I'm not afraid of this. Actually, uh, that was a new goal for me that keep me to be alive because many, um, ex-professional athletes in that level that I were, many world champions, when they finish the career and they came to the normal life, uh, they don't know what they have to do. And they get depressed because, yeah, it's, true. because mm-hmm. it's completely different when you start from nothing again. Nobody cares who you were. Your time is over, right? Mm-hmm. In your sports mm-hmm. uh, industry, you needed to learn to be number one, maybe or not in different discipline or different goals. And you don't know what you have to do because you never learn. So the good things for me was that I had other talents and I had friends. And when I came here, my first questions, uh, I needed, uh, my first thoughts actually were, I need my space. I don't want to go to the boxing gym. I was tired. I said, maybe I will never train boxing again, but I didn't want it to <laughs> smell boxing. And you know, I say, I don't want to do it. I did fitness. I ran and I, I needed some space to find what exactly I want to do here in the U.S. Why the destiny brought me there? Uh, my attorney told me, Daisy, I remember that um, that I came here because I need to be in some movie. I remember it was the end of in November, you know, the end of the year. And I didn't... I came with less luggage because here in in LA, people are so casual. uh, They don't dress too much like in Germany. We dress even when we go to drink a coffee. I I had a different lifestyle in that time. You have to dress. I did dress three, four times a day because of interviews. Here, I love it that people are free and casual. Everybody wears jeans and t-shirts. That was my life. Right. And I love the weather. And I, I love it to be with sport outfit all day long, with baseball hat, no makeup, and with glasses, and, and to do what I wanted to do. And I remember that I came with less luggage. I didn't prepare to stay here. But my attorney told me, Daisy, um, you have 10 years working visa, darling, but... Uh, i think you're you a special department i mean you achieve a lot in the sport industry you should apply for a green card and i said no i don't want to apply to green card. i have a visa why i have to do this she said because um, every month or every year the rules change and i i had the feeling you will stay in, in the u.s i said no no no, i will not stay i just coming here um i think my boyfriend will come to live in germany and europe but uh, somehow i decided as I start to uh, get many invitations for work here without me to do anything. And that's why I like America, because in America, really, I start to feel I'm a world champion, because I got so many compliments, so many invitations for work, that I didn't have that in Europe, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's made me need to change uh, also acting, too. I even didn't want to go in the acting department. Absolutely not. I make jokes honestly about acting, but I changed my mind because now I respect a lot, uh, that work because I didn't realize how much hard work is there. Yeah. Right. So that make me, me to to change my mind. And, uh, with, even with this less luggage that I had, I, like, I was completely not prepared to stay for a long time here. I listened to to my attorney, then I remember that I called my manager in Germany, and actually I'm thankful to him because he made me me to decide to stay here because he told Daisy, you know what? I know you very well. You need new goals. You're so kind of person. You achieve everything in Germany. You you are tired of from of Germany and this life. Uh, my feelings is stay there. Take your paper. If you don't like to stay in US, you always can come back. So that's mm-hmm. make me stay here. And I start to learn to be a regular Daisy, to open a bank account. And, <laughs> a regular
2: Daisy. You know, Daisy. I mean,
0: it's, I will say that. Uh, and I had, when you asked me how I felt, I had many funny situations, but a lot of difficulty that I have to learn.
1: And what happened to the boyfriend?
0: Uh, we went with my boyfriend together, but then we separate later because, you know, I think. And I will say to all women or men, I mean, when you have a boyfriend on long distance or you're with him to vacation and, you know, going to vacation for two weeks for a month is completely different. Than living like together. if you <laughs> live with somebody in one place. Where did you live? Then um, then you learn about yeah. the person more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Were you yeah. we living in Los Angeles I mean, proper? Yeah, uh-huh. Los Angeles, Santa Monica, Topanga Canyon. I mean, so kind of... Places, they're beautiful. But, you know, uh, we just didn't plan together, mm-hmm. you know, and um, we you are friends a- now, uh, but uh, that didn't work successfully, unfortunately, but we didn't broke directly. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, it took a few, five, six years we to broke. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I say the reason, the big reason here to say was the weather. I love that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, you are a very practical person, which I admired greatly. Really? <laughs> uh, very
0: practical. And everything
1: about everything, your whole story is very practical. You wanted that and you went out and you got it.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. And I
1: think that that's a fantastic thing. I always use the expression that no is never the right answer. Uh-huh. You know, it's not. No is not the right answer. I don't like that answer. I want to find out how to get to a yes. And that's what you've done your whole life is figure out how to get to a yes and you to know, win and to be a champion. And so that's an amazing quality that you have yeah uh
0: I mean, think about I how many people you. can say
1: you're a champion you know that's amazing
0: mm, you know what uh sometimes to be a champion i mean in business way it helps me a lot because that i like to say always it open a lot of uh, possibility uh, to get different jobs that's open the door of me to be in the movie industry i've been in several action movies and With big actors and met great people, even I didn't plan and didn't want to do it. Or, um, but most of the time, bring a lot of jealousy and difficulty in life. Um, I will say the two sides of the success. There's always two sides of success. Yeah. And um, actually, I had a lot of, uh, I was afraid of many things to do in my personal life. Because uh, I didn't know how I need to do, and I was embarrassing to ask because I was a young girl, like I. I would like to give an example. I will never forget first year here that I needed to open a bank account and I didn't know how I need to do it. And even here, opening a bank account is much more simple, like in Germany or in Europe. I remember my friends wrote me in one paper: number one, go to the bank; number second, <laughs> uh, find an agent; third, like you know that you do that uh, for a child that had no idea what have to do. Well, you just and have I was thirty three years old, and I said could I bless you? You can come with me and help me. And they said no, 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 we will not do that. You're going to learn by yourself to go by <laughs> your own and we will not help you. So three days I went in front of the bank with the paper and I was so afraid to go in because I thought people going to think I'm stupid or I had wrong thoughts. I was afraid. I was more afraid to go in the bank uh, to open this account, then to be in the ring, it is much more risk for your <laughs> the life. A mailboxer. Or- yeah, I give that example yeah, That's incredible. To see that is the true story. But we do. So this- then I try to spoil my friends to trick them to come to help me, but was not successful. And the third day, is I need to go by myself because I saw nobody will want to help me. So I did that, and I remember I met a wonderful guy who was so patient, patient and nice. And uh, I saw it's not so difficult to do it. And that's make me to have my small win. I opened my own account by myself. No manager helped me. No promoter helped me. No friend helped me. I did that. Love that. So I start from there. Uh, because if people think I'm the iron lady, I'm not the iron lady. I'm an iron lady in boxing ring, in the martial arts. But in my personal life, I'm the opposite side. I needed to learn the small, simple things that people learn in early age, much later in my life. And uh, I would say it was embarrassing uh, for me, a little painful. I was insecure, but I didn't show that. But the sport uh, spirits in me, the fighter spirits in me helped me never give up, mm-hmm. never give up. If you fell down, I will get up and I will learn. If I did the mistakes... I will learn. Of course, I couldn't work very well with money. Many people tricked me, uh, get my money because I didn't have that experience. But I learned again that's not to happen again. The same things with the relationships. Um, Sometimes I will say today many successful women or men, they are not very happy with the relationships. Very often mm, happens that. But I will say to everybody who had that experience that that will happen if you find in your brain the right directions, you can be happy only with the person who is like you. It doesn't matter which direction is, because then this person will understand your life. Wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what
1: do you do now?
0: I do right now, uh, again, I'm before some challenge in my life, because when I came to U.S., I didn't know what I have to do. Then I... I met uh, some celebrity friends that I have, uh, an actor, actually. He's very popular here in this soap opera, The Young and the Restless, Eric Braden. And uh, his German name is uh, Hans Gudegast And this family and his beautiful wife, Del. I knew them before I came to U.S. Uh, actually, Eric Braden and Del, they gave me an idea that... Um, to start to motivate people to train people, uh, because they say you have that talent, and uh, they give me some green light to find what now I have to do here in the U.S. What I have to do, I start to train uh, Eric Braden in boxing. He's amazing. He he's a very good athlete, and his wife in boxing too, uh-huh. and and so I start to train. Uh, some celebrity that I knew too in boxing and also women. I started to do seminars for business women, for children, uh, for police people. And I enjoyed a lot because of these seminars. Uh, I started motivation speaking because oh, everything yeah. is connected right. together and I love to talk. I like, I like to share my stories <laughs> for young, uh, kids, women, men, whatever. Uh, They invite me. And of course, I've been in several action movies, some commercial and whatever. Mm -hmm. I did that and I will do that again. And I want to focus right now again to do more seminars uh, in different countries and uh, also to do motivation speaking.
1: Well, I'm going to just tell you right now that you may have been my favorite interview. You're an amazing person. Meeting you has been (laughs) such a joy, really. I'm so proud of you. I'm just so proud of you. I mean, you did not have an easy path. I just want to ask you one more thing and then we have to wrap it up. But where's your sister? (laughs)
0: <laughs> my sister is uh, in Germany, in Bulgaria uh, she, I have two beautiful nephews, the twins, boy and girl Does she look like you? Uh, no, she looks different She does? Uh, I'm blonde, uh, she's brunette, you know yes. uh, But uh, my sister um, is living there now She's more in Bulgaria and Germany Because mm-hmm. these countries are very close to each other And she's a mother of two kids A lot of
1: things going on in that part of the world now yeah, some good, some not so good.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, I think everywhere. I think one of the reason is that I'm ready to start more intense uh, this motivation speaking to write a book. Uh, well, you're about a natural. I mean, there's a movie. It's just because of this all violence. What happens? That. Especially okay. most of the violence are connected with women, not with men. I think now is the time that my mission will start again to helping women, kids, uh, and to speak uh, my experience from my life because uh, everything is connected with a lot of uh, bad moments and struggling. And I think that I can help uh, so many people because of my own experience. Yeah. Um, and, your, tell-
2: and your beautiful attitude, your, yeah. your, the light that's inside of you, you know, like you just genuinely come forward with, Great. what can I learn? What a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming.
1: Really, really enjoyed this. Thank great you. meeting you. Please make a movie. Yeah, you should. <laughs> <Thank> you.
0: <laughs> I think in some point, with God help, uh, that uh, that is something that uh, will happens uh, in the future. Uh, right now, I think uh, I will focus about the small wins first. To start uh, with uh, the motivation speaking, because that is also not easy. I need to learn the world there. And I already started. Also about writing the book, uh, I didn't realize how difficult is that. And I do a lot of researches and interviews people. There, some people are not alive, but I have many witnesses about important moments in my life because um, the difference is that my life, uh, that's my third country, I mean, my career Start in three countries, Bulgaria, Germany, and U.S. And it's a lot of work, a lot of researching to find the people, to ask them questions. But I'm sure that in the future, uh, one of my goals is the book will come, the motivation speakings, the seminars, because I want to teach many women, children, self-defense too, like I did before. And I will start to do it again because of this violence that happens in the world.
2: So, Daisy, where, where do you do that currently? Like if somebody listening wanted to participate in a self-defense seminar with you, is that something they could access?
0: Actually, I got invitations. Like I will do seminars now in Switzerland. Uh, I got invitations and through my own contacts. Mm-hmm. Probably in the future, when that work grow? I will work with mm-hmm. uh, an agent. Mm-hmm. I, I know people, actually. Right. I just will activate my contacts in some points right. because when the things grow, I need help. I cannot do it by myself. Yeah.
2: yeah. Got it. Right. Thank you. Thanks, Daisy.
0: On the next Say It Forward. If you've listened to popular
2: music in the last 25 years, then you've heard Rob Cavallo's work. He's a prolific producer, having sold more than 130 million records worldwide and has collaborated with superstars like Eric Clapton, Fleetwood Mac, Josh Groban, Kid Rock, Alanis Morissette, Jewel, the Dave Matthews Band and Green Day. He's produced numerous movie soundtracks, including the lead single with Phil Collins for the animated movie Tarzan, which won several awards for Best Original Song. He's got an Oscar, a Golden Globe, and six Grammy Awards, including Producer of the Year. Billboard magazine has recognized him in their Power 100 list of the most influential music industry executives. So get ready to rock and roll as we rewind to the beginning with Rob Cavallo on a very creative journey on the next Say It Forward. Thanks for listening to Say It Forward. Help us grow by subscribing to our podcast. Please subscribe on iTunes or at www.sayitforwardpodcast.com. Don't forget to rate and review us on the iTunes store or like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram.